Hello, welcome to Over the Knee. I'm Cynical Dom on Tumblr, and I'm here with... I'm Amy. I'm Amy Submits on Tumblr. Okay, I'm going to return the favor this episode from last one and ask you a bunch of questions. Are you going to be nice to me? Mm, no. You should be nice to me. I was um, nice to you. Yeah, but you shouldn't have been. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to be mean to you, but there'll be challenging questions for interesting sakes. Okay. Um, I think mine are going to be a little bit different. I think um, some of yours <coughs> were trying to uh, like understand me. I uh-huh. think... Uh, I talk about myself enough. Everybody understands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there'll be... Uh, I won't have quite those same questions, but some of the similar ones. Okay. Okay, this is a straight-up copy of one of your questions. Um, what if I came to you and said that uh, I don't want to do DS anymore and uh, you couldn't convince me otherwise? How would you react? What would you think? What would you do? It's not okay for you to jump in on such a mean question. Oh, they get mean, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> um, uh, I don't. I guess I don't know what to say. Like, I would be absolutely devastated. Obviously, I can't force you to do anything. Um, I would be shocked because we've been really steadily at this for two years now. So... Um, it it just wouldn't really make sense to me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so there would be that. But um, I guess something that kind of comes to mind is like, I think even if, I assume what you would mean by like not doing it anymore would be um, like the rules. Because I don't think we could go back if we wanted to in terms of a lot of things like... Um, we can't just like change our personalities, and so. Um, but what if it came out that I had been lying all this time? Like just faking it. Mm-hmm. I would just hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you do that? This is for the hypothetical sake. I know, but I don't know. Like, it would be a really awful, terrible thing to do, and I would be mildly traumatized, at least. Would you be willing to even try vanilla again? I think that's kind of what I was trying to say a second ago is I don't know that we were like ever like pure vanilla, you know, because we have our personalities that just kind of mesh even if we aren't really intentionally doing that. But what if I wanted to go even if I... Go further than we had been? Oh, no. What do you mean no? (laughs) There's just no way. I I can't. I'm not going to like live a fake life. Like, like, asking me to not be, like, passive and to not uh, seek your approval and things like that would be as cruel as trying to make a vanilla person become a dom. You can't ask me to not be what I am. So what you would just say we needed to break up? I think so. Like, I mean, I'm sure it would take me a long time to get to that point. Maybe I would, like, lie to myself and try to be vanilla with you, but... Do I think it would... I don't even think I could go without rules, to be really honest with you. Mm. I don't think I could... Because, I mean, I couldn't... um, I couldn't, like, maintain most of the rest of our DS without the, like, rules and consequences aspect of it. So, I mean, I would try, of course, but I think it would be a miserable mess. 
I don't think it would be maintainable very long term. This is a um, an aside, but why do you think you think why do you think that? Why do you think we couldn't do the rest of DS without rules and punishments? Uh, because um, it's the biggest part of what you give to me that feeds my submission. Um, like I, I've always been like you know passive and eager for your approval and you know, I guess kind of like a follower or whatever, but like to get to where we are in terms of like our emotional intimacy and um, a lot of our sex life would not be possible if I didn't have the support that comes with the domestic discipline aspect of things. Like I, I need that to, for our intimacy and I need the intimacy to like fully unlock my submission. And so why do you need that for your intimacy? It's security. And I need a lot of security for the sexual submission because it's very hard for me. How is it security? Uh, clarity. Um, <laughs> stop staring at me, please. Okay. <laughs> I feel like it's under too much pressure already, like you're going oh, too fast. Sorry. I need a second. Well, oh. we can pause the recording. And get, <laughs> I mean, every single question, I have to pause it for like 10 minutes when you ask me questions. That's fine. Uh, I just need to breathe. I feel like I'm like, I feel pressured. Oh, okay. Uh. I was just trying to, I thought we just out on a roll. I didn't know it was affecting me. <laughs> no, you were rolling me down a hill. <laughs> um, what's the question again? Why is, why are rules uh, security to you? Um, um, clarity, but also that, um, it shows me that you are paying attention to me, mm. that you are putting in work, that you, um, are taking care of me. And like, I, I don't like consciously, like I wouldn't consciously withhold like my sexual submission, like in like a tit for tat kind of a way, but, um, it's just such a big must have for me that I like, I don't even know how to access the level of vulnerability and um, like rawness that I need for the sexual submission if that just isn't our naturally in place. Why do you think like me showing effort in other ways doesn't accomplish the same thing? Um, I don't think I know the answer to that. I think it's just, um, it's just a need I have and I don't know why it's just a, I think it's just a bigger need like I very much appreciate your effort and um well and th and I find security in the effort that you put in in a lot of other things like um you know we have like divided household stuff so when I see you like timely like doing things timely in terms of taking care of the house and like fixing things and um whatever like dealing with our health insurance or whatever that kind of stuff is that you take on or, you know, budgeting and stuff like there's a level of security in that because it shows me that, um, you have things handled and stuff like that. But, um, so I don't mean to say that I don't appreciate that and it doesn't help and factor in, but, um, it just feels like a whole new category. The rules are, I don't, I don't understand why that is. 
Okay, so same scenario. I come to you, say I don't want to do DS anymore. You can't convince me otherwise. I want to go back to like more 50-50 than we everywhere ever were. So it's not going back then. <laughs> yeah. What would you miss most, not about my dominance or what I do for you, but what would you miss most in your acts of submission? Um I don't I don't think that there's any like specific act that I enjoy more than the rest. Like I know like for some submissives it, it is like that. Like they find like a very deep meaning in like serving food or cooking or something. Um and for me, like all the like domestic stuff and all the like obedience stuff and all the deference, it's all like roughly the same for me. There's nothing that um stands out to me as particularly meaningful. I just I like um doing things your way in general. So I don't I don't think there would be any one thing I would miss the most, just the whole general idea of um serving, I guess. Do you ever wish that you happened to have been born vanilla? Ooh. That's that's interesting. Um, I think until very recently. Well, no, that's not true. Um, so I definitely did when I was younger. Before we like uh, found our way with like domestic discipline and DS, I definitely did. Um, mm. When I was really young, um, like before I was even an adult, I knew that I was like obsessed with spanking, and uh, I. I don't know why I thought this, but I just assumed that it was like freakishly rare. Like I remember thinking that um shy of like some sort of like spanko group meetup type of thing that you wouldn't just be able to find somebody on the street who was open to spanking. Mm. Um which is so weird now. Like I have I guess it's just a kid I mean not like kid kid, but like a, a young person's naivete about the world and just being sheltered and just assuming that sex is what happens in romantic comedies for mm-hmm. everybody like I don't know I don't know why I thought that but um so I really um I really didn't want to have that fetish because I thought it would make finding a partner just extraordinarily difficult um which I I do think we got lucky like mm-hmm. very lucky <laughs> I think for some people it is harder but I don't think it's at all as rare as I had thought. So um, I just didn't like feeling like it was, I had a, like a freakish sexuality. Um, and I guess just, in, yeah, like I, I think it would be easier in like on an emotional level to just be submissive. Like I've talked before, like I struggle with um, not really enjoying pain and then with spanking being such a big part of my sexuality. It's frustrating that there's such like a small gap in what I can physically enjoy without it kind of being a little like stressful or eh, you know, um, it's just kind of difficult. It's just tricky and complex and that kind of stinks. Um, but then like once we got it all figured out between us, um, the value of what the the benefits of living this way for us, like how much it has um like deepened our intimacy and um I guess it's really that. It's just it's really 
how much deeper our emotional connection has become as a result of this, how much our communication has improved, um, you know, kind of as a side effect to this is the way I see it. Um, the value that comes with those is massive and, um, and then it's fun, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, and it just feels good and it's fulfilling. And so I think it, it makes up for by a long shot, by how difficult it is and how long it took to get here. And, um, like I just published today, um, a post about like kind of feeling insecure with, you know, just kind of recognizing that in the eyes of a lot of people, submission is weak and weird and negative lesser. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that has been on my mind and stuff too, but, um, like would I wish to be vanilla just so that people on the internet would accept me? Like, no, <laughs> um, no, it's the, the benefits from it far outweigh all of that. Okay, um, so this is the meanest one. I don't mean mean literally, but the most challenging. Um, what moment or time do you think, since you've identified as a submissive, that you've failed the most as a submissive? Hmm. I am going to do this again, and I'm going to make you answer the opposite of these questions. I was really nice to you. Those are actually, <laughs> I have those in my questions, too. Uh, um, what? I'm planning on to ask you the same about me. Oh, okay. Um, Not a little bitch. <laughs> I wasn't trying to imply that you were. I was just implying that I had taken it too weak. I, I should have known you were going to do this. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't remember when it was, but there was a, a time where, um, like, it stands out as, like, my worst punishment in a, a certain kind of way. Um, where I just thought you weren't paying attention Uh to rules and so I had just um skipped a chore that I should have done and then uh you did notice and so I felt really shitty that I had was just so confident that you didn't care that I had done that and uh so then it was had been dealt with and then I think because there was like weird lingering weirdness or something um you had somehow like put together like, did you really, well, and I think it's because that rule had existed for like a couple of years and I'd like never, hadn't forgotten it in years <laughs> or like at least a year. Um, like, do you really forget that or was that on purpose? Um, and so then, uh, we had to like deal with that. And I think, um, the reason that stands out is I think, uh, that stands out to me. That was when you were the most disappointed, I think. Um, and I think part of that in hindsight was probably, um, like insecurity and my own like issues to where I really convinced myself that that was true. I really wasn't trying to like play a game with you in the way that it may sound on the surface. I wasn't like, I was testing you, but I wasn't testing you like to poke you. It was like I had, um, 
just in my like, you know, kind of self-loathing, like this doesn't matter. And I'm like making this all up in my head. And so like, I really, I really believed you wouldn't notice. Um, and so I felt really bad for, um, not having enough like faith in you. Um, cause I felt like I, like, I think that was the worst part of it for me was that I'd like cut you short. Um, and that, um, that even if I thought, obviously it's not necessarily wrong of me to like believe that sometimes, especially with like my anxiety and my issues. Like sometimes I, I like get down a rabbit hole that just isn't true. But, um, so like, even if I like convince myself of something like that, like, um, communication is really, really hard, but, um, the fact that it's hard doesn't mean that I should like shy away from it and think that it's okay to just like test you. And so, um, that really made me commit to like, I, I can't use the, well, it's too hard to talk about. Um, be, and I think it kind of, I'm going to cry. Um, I think it kind of showed me that like, it is really hard to talk about, but it's, it's also really, really hard to hurt you like that. And, and you, you hadn't done anything. So it, it, it wasn't just that like, I hurt you. It was that I hurt you for no reason when I could have just talked to you. And so it's like, I'm willing to do the hard thing. And to find a way to talk to you so they don't have to hurt you and so that I can keep showing you respect and not undercut you mm -hmm. as my dominant and in um just show you that I'm gonna like show up and do it, even if it's hard. Mm -hmm. And so that one's really, really stuck with me. I think that's a big one. But then um I think like on a more like, overall, what is my, like, biggest problem or struggle as a submissive is, um, is still communication. It's still, um, speaking up when I should and not delaying it more than I should. Um, and although I don't think it's on purpose, I think, uh, my anxiety, um, and like insecurities lead me to like questioning the same things over and over and over again. And sometimes I worry that that like wears you down a little bit and, and comes across as me not trusting that you're telling me the truth or that you're not, um, you know, that it kind of might come off as something as a, a short on your side, which mm -hmm. isn't true. And so I worry that that is something I do that is damaging, but then I have to balance that with speaking up, when I should, even if I think my mm -hmm. brain is lying to me. And so I, I don't feel like there's a way to win there. Mm. Um, so I, I try to err on the side of speaking up because that's what you tell me you want me to do. But mm -hmm. that's, that's still really hard sometimes. Yeah. And I think uh, the, there's no way to win is probably uh, by design, by, you know, part of your brain that wants to <laughs> beat up on itself. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> okay when did you feel that I in a moment or period of time that I failed the most as a dom I feel like it's going to feel like a cop out 
Um, but I don't think there's ever been anything that where you um, like really fucked up. Like it, we've never had like a, a safe word issue. You've never like injured me or um, you've never like I'm a really sensitive person. So you've certainly like hurt my feelings <laughs> and stuff. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't think it's ever really been based on like arrogance or not considering me it's just based on like not knowing where my sensitivities lied um so like I feel like it's a pretty unfair way of judging it but I was trying to think like what is like the most hurt I've ever felt um and I think it's like there have been a couple of times where we had like talked about limits around like certain words and then like we did, I, it wasn't fully communicated and so then, like, it happened again, and it, like, just that, like, immediate, like, gut reaction of thinking that, uh, that you did know, and that you, mm. um, and then, you know, later it comes out that it was a miscommunication, like, oh, I thought you meant within this context, or, or things like that, and then, you know, like, just, like, the way my heart works, like, that wound is still there as if it had happened differently than it had, um, but I think that's really... What are you talking about the bitch one? I'm not talking about any specific one. I think it's happened like a few times. Like I remember, um, it actually happened with uh, tickling. I know. Oh. Um, and I know, like uh, we had talked uh, one time about um, like not playing after any kind of like alcohol or oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, and then there was that confusion over whether or that I thought that we had talked about it that way, whereas I think you thought it was. Um, like past a right past a certain point or if it was just you and not me whereas um like i can play when you're like buzzed obviously not drunk but i if i've done anything i don't want to like i don't i don't trust myself (laughs) more so um so i know like that one had been like miscommunicated before um but like they were all like they really all seem like accidents. I mean that there are miscommunications or mm-hmm. you know, but what is the um what is like the real answer that you like wanted to hold back out of fear of hurting my feelings? There isn't <laughs> Really? Yeah. So I'd make that gamble. <laughs> What was the uh, time or moment or whatever that you most felt successful or, like, proud or, you know, as a submissive? Um. I think uh, I I certainly have an issue with, like, overvaluing uh, what I can do sexually. And making that way too big of a thing in my head because um, that's all I can think of. (laughs) Um, Is like when we've been like newly successful with something Mm -hmm. sexual is always like a a rush of pride for me. Can you think of something that you felt um, I was... uh particularly or above averagely successful as a dom um yeah give me a second i'm sure i can (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, something that like it's it's been a long time ago now, but um, I am still impressed with how you like transitioned from um, essentially not wanting to nitpick to like being able to hold me accountable and like pay attention to my behavior. Um, I think because uh, we kind of struggled with that when we were first tried DD like four years ago, like before we really had found our way. And um, I think there was a point where I thought like, this just isn't his personality. You're just too laid back. Mm. And um, I do think in part that is kind of your personality, but I think um, you've overcome that because you have um, seen how important it is for me mm. and um, how much it benefits our relationship. Um, and so like that's, that still impressed me. That's a, I think that's a big change. All right, this is another uh, copy of one of your questions. Um, if I died and the prerequisite five years have passed <laughs> of mourning, <laughs> of desperate mourning <laughs> has passed, um, what would you require in a new dom? Um, my biggest need is... Um, domestic discipline. So um, I need to be held accountable. I need somebody who is comfortable with punishing. Um, I need... Um, I think I need to f to feel like our relationship is relatively normal. Uh, I need things to not be like super um, formal... Mm. Or, um, like, I need to feel like we're, like, laid back and, like, can have fun and um, that our relationship is um, typical and um, fun and silly and mm. um, lighthearted and all those things. Um, so, in a weird way, I need to find, like, a balance between taking our DS seriously without taking ourselves too seriously, mm. I suppose. Um and then, like, just other, I guess, like, normal, like, partner requirements. We don't want to get into that, do we? Um, Unless they're DS related. Um, gosh, I don't, I guess I'm going to say that. I think, um, like, being a liberal and being a feminist is a requirement. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, a lot of that is just, like, personal mm -hmm. things. But um, I do think it plays into DS. Mm. Um, because, um, if you think that all women should be submissive, I don't know that you're going to value what I'm doing as much and I need it to feel valued so that, um, you feel like you owe me just as much in return. <laughs> um, you know, I don't think that's unreasonable. What if they thought that, but still valued it? That goes back to being personal then. I just couldn't. Mm. <laughs> um... Uh, yes. Um, I think I like. Uh, it's weird because I I can't like explain why, but I I really feel pulled to the like traditional gender role arrangement. I want somebody who is comfortable, um, kind of being a like so-called traditional man of the house, um, mowing the lawn and taking out the trash and, um those sorts of things um fixing things dealing with gross things <laughs> um 
I need somebody who isn't terrified of my roller coaster of emotions and who doesn't belittle me for them. Mm. Um, yeah, I think a, a huge one is just feeling accepted and appreciated for just as I am. Is there anything that, like, uh, you think I can't or won't do that you would like in, if you had to have a new dom? <laughs> um. Remember, I'm dead, so my feelings won't be hurt. <laughs> um. I mean, I think um, with a different person, it might look differently because, like, Largely the way that we do DS, like you're kind of um, steering. Um, so like maybe I would find something that I just haven't found yet. But certainly with like what we've discovered now, like there's there's no like thing in the back of my head that I'm like longing for that you can't give me or that I haven't asked you for because I quote unquote just know you couldn't do or or anything like that. I don't. So not that I know of, at least as it stands. Okay, so... Uh... It's a new hypothetical. I am no longer into um, kinky sex whatsoever. I can still spank you, but uh, I want to have missionary, sweet, looking in the face, <laughs> um, just completely vanilla sex. The only kink I am comfortable with is the spankings that uh, you require. And I'm completely okay with those. What does require mean? Um, I guess like punishments, makings, and occasionally placemakings. Okay. Um, How often is occasional? Whatever you require. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what would you think about that? Um, I mean, my thought is like, well, that's really unfortunate. Um, but it's not nearly as heavy as the other question. Of course. Um, I think, I think I, I don't know, maybe that's delusional, um, but I think I could do it. Um, well, do we get to use a Hitachi? Hmm. I don't know. Um, because I can't, I can't come from just penetration and I'm not very good at <laughs> um, so that would be really tough. Well, but then if if I assume that would be no orgasm control, right? Yeah. So like, screw you. I'm gonna use <laughs> that by myself. Then, yeah, I'd be fine. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm sure it would be harder than I'm making it out to be right now. Um, like I'm sure I would uh, fantasize about um doing something other than we were doing every time we were having vanilla sex. Um. And so there would be like a longing and a, um, I don't know, it seems a little drag, but a bit of an emptiness, I think, for sure. Um, but I don't think it would be like relationship ending. But, I mean, it's one of those things. Obviously, it's a hypothetical. I don't know, but I think I could live without it. Because you can always fantasize, like. Couldn't you say the same thing about like rules and stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> you could fantasize about them. <laughs> Um, hmm, that's funny. 
Um. No, because um. I like it's. It just seems like way too much information. But I mean, when like prior, like I was never like a, a frequent masturbator. But I, like I would masturbate sometimes before, like I lost my virginity, and um, it was you know like to the idea of spanking and um, like obviously I still wanted to like find a relationship with it in it, but um, like was that orgasm like? that like so bad that it was like you know what i'm trying to say it, it they were still orgasms are still good <laughs> like, oh. um and um so like i think maybe vanilla sex would be more along the lines of like masturbating to the idea of being mm. spanked for me because that's essentially what i would be doing during vanilla sex so i would be less happy but i think i could get by without like having some massive resentment that we couldn't work through or or something like that. Um, I also think that it, I would find some way to, like, to twist it. Because um, if if you are my dominant in life and what you want is vanilla sex, I um, think I could twist my brain into feeling submissive in that way. Interesting. Um, obviously it's not the same as being manhandled and, um, other things that I like particularly enjoy, but, um, I think in terms of like a submissive mindset, I think I could get my brain there at least a little bit. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay. I come to you, uh, we're not doing any of the previous hypotheticals. This is a new hypothetical. <laughs> Our relationship is going to remain the same, except I've come to you and I've said, I've realized that I'm Polly. Oh, and that uh, <laughs> um, that's who I am, I'm sure of it, and you can't talk me out of it. And for the sake of the hypothetical, you decided you're going to try it. Um. <laughs> <clears throat> Let me finish the question, please. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I said I want your input on who the third person is going to be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> what? would you like in a sister wife okay so we need to do a disclaimer <laughs> that we're not against polyamory no no <laughs> um but this is just absurd within the context of the relationship that we have um so your idea of poly well and you know that sister wives is a context within like flds Polyamory, and that is nothing like. I don't know what those words mean. FLDS, yeah. fundamentalist Mormon is fundamentalist oh. Mormons like Mormons who still believe in um, polygamy, which yeah. is very rare, even like among Mormons. I just like the term sister wife. But so you're talking about metamors, um, but so people do poly differently. So would you be talking about essentially having a like second wife who would move in with us and would be our like, it would be a triangle where that person would be equally my partner and your partner? No. It would be, you'd both be my partners. But I don't, I wouldn't have a relationship with her in a, a romantic way. You could if you wanted, but we're not required to. That's weird. Why is that weird? Because <laughs> I think, like, going in, you would either decide it was going to be a, a, a I'm giving you your triangle. In, or I'm giving you your input on this. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to say you have to fuck this person. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, and I didn't say fuck. I said romantic relationship. Like, would I? Would you want me to fall in love with her? Um, it'd be nice, but it would not be required. <laughs> um. Whew. I, like, part of me thinks um, I would want her to feel very different from me so that mm. she didn't feel like you were, like, replacing me. But then, like, I think that's actually could be viewed as worse in a way oh. because she's so different from me that do you like me, you know? Mm. Um, This is so absurd. <laughs> I can't, like, I, I can't even. Um, I mean... I don't know. Like, I don't know that I, if if I weren't going to have a romantic or sexual relationship with her, then I don't know that um, I would care. I mean, I think like obviously the the highest requirement would be um, that it's like a genuine thing. There's like great communication, and that um, there aren't any um, hidden motives, or mm. there's not any like manipulation or coercion or um, you know, like drama type of mm-hmm. things going on. Um, I don't know. You're so annoying. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that was a troll question. Okay. Um, um, I'm out alone with you without you one evening and, uh, I come home. Are all of these questions hypotheticals? Most of them, yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. And I come home and I have a big wound. Something bit me. Okay. Um, and uh, I know what this is gonna be. It heals, and then one night <laughs> we're outside. You're such a dork. Just looking at the stars. <laughs> and what do you see but a full moon? I would leave and you slowly, if you turned into a werewolf. Hair comes out of all my body and I have massive things and I turn into a werewolf. I would but leave. Why would you leave me? That We've been over this before. I know, but I want to know why. Why would you leave me if I turned into a werewolf? Because it <laughs> that does not seem very submissive. I'm just going to be completely honest. <laughs> because it's um, scary and uh, dirty. It seems really close oh, to bestiality. Dirty is really a line for you, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have to fuck me when I'm a werewolf. I'm just a werewolf at full moons. Not okay with werewolves. Why? It's just a hard limit for me. <laughs> Why, though? <laughs> what if you would stay with me if I turned into a werewolf? Of course. I don't believe you. Why wouldn't I stay with you? Because <laughs> I was a werewolf. So? I mean, we're going on werewolves that have like a little bit of control so they won't eat you. I just don't think it's okay that you'd leave me if I was a werewolf. <laughs> I know. Why? I just really don't like werewolves. <laughs> I just really, really don't. 
But we've done. I've, I've done a million hypotheticals. If I turned into a pig, you'd leave me. Yeah. So if I'm. You have to remain human. It's a requirement. Even I have to stay human a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> yes. It doesn't seem like unconditional love. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I got nothing. Well, I hope I don't become a werewolf then. Me too. <laughs> okay, um, back to uh, I've died. Um, you spent five years mourning me. <laughs> alone, celibate. <laughs> Paid the proper respects <laughs> to me and our relationship. Um, you're looking for a new potential dom. What would be um, red flags and positive green flags for you? Oh, goodness. I, you mean like red flags even within a, a decent person? Right, not like a red flag of abuse, right? Yeah. Okay. Because um, that way. list is <laughs> too long for. Um, hmm. I mean, I think the the green flags are would be the same thing as basically what I answered before. It would be signs of those the, having those things. What would that look like? Um. You. <laughs> um. I think I would look for somebody who um, is like down to earth and humble, somebody who uh, isn't all about uh, talking about how like scary and intense they are. Um, uh, somebody who um, will like own their flaws and can laugh at themselves and. Um, who is responsible, um, who isn't, yeah, just generally isn't scared of responsibility, um, who is open-minded and loving and accepting, um, who's loyal to their, like, close inner circle. Uh, yeah, I think mostly those, I guess. Um, and then I think, like, the other things as far as, like, um, like, you know, particularly needs that I have within DS, like, being willing to like do DD, I don't know that that's something you can like observe with a person other than like talking to them about it. Like it's not like I could. There was nothing about you that I think would seem like a sign that you would be good for that role necessarily. You know, like explicitly for rule and punishment. Yeah. Um, red flags that somebody wouldn't be for me um, would be. Um, <laughs> lay down would be um, signs that somebody wouldn't be a good fit for me would be um, they take themselves very seriously um, I think kind of a big one for me is um, I feel like a lot of people are kind of jaded against um, emotions in a way to where like if you go to them and say like um this thing that you did made me sad. They would feel like you're trying to like manipulate them. 
it seems mm-hmm. like a lot of people have been and i think that's you know often the result of being with somebody who genuinely is manipulative mm-hmm. um it's for you know i think a lot of times it's from damage but um i don't think i could uh i don't think i could handle that very well i need somebody who can trust me mm-hmm. um and like give me the benefit of the doubt um if in doubt i guess when it when it comes to like emotional things like that um somebody who is like a good listener who's like intuitive and who like just genuinely really cares about me and my well-being <laughs> who isn't like selfish or too like arrogant in a bad way like you know like joke arrogance can be fun I think, but um, like genuine arrogance where it's like they just think they're right even if you show them they're wrong. Like, no, thank you. Mm. Earned arrogance. That's confidence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Back to like a specific instance or moment or period of time. Um, What is like your... uh, happiest or most satisfied example specific example in our relationship I think I must have missed something I didn't think you finished a question most satisfied what you oh when have I been felt the most satisfied yeah oh or I'm happiest sorry. I'm sorry I get it oh goodness like a very specific moment mm-hmm. um I think, uh, oh damn, that's not a very, I'm not good at specifics. Um, it's, it's been a recurring thing, but I can give a specific on this one, but we kind of have this like recurring thing of, um, where I'll struggle with accepting something within myself. And so then as a result of struggling with that aspect of myself, I, I tend to assume that you, or maybe even that all people, will struggle with it as well. Um, but then, you know, something happens, it gets to a point where I feel the need to, like, essentially confess this need I have, or this thing I like, or this worry I have, or whatever it might be, and um, you always respond to that with almost usually it's it's almost surprised that you think i think it's a big deal because it so so much of the things i struggle to accept in myself you accept in me so instantly that it it's almost it doesn't seem like a thing to you and um um i don't know that's always just an overwhelming I don't know. I like. I almost want to say overwhelming euphoria, but it's it's like heavy and emotional. So it's certainly not euphoria. Um, it's just overwhelming gratitude, and um, just being amazed and like in in disbelief that I have the relationship that I have, that this is real life. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm sure, like, I guess it, go, like, it goes without saying, but it's just my own issue of feeling uh, 
unworthy or feeling like I shouldn't accept myself. And so mm. I just, I don't think I ever like dared to dream about having somebody who could accept like the deepest, sometimes ugliest, most difficult parts of me. Mm. That's just, I, I, I didn't think that existed. And it does. And um, it still just surprises me. Well, isn't that like one of your biggest issues? Like you doubt that sometimes? Um, God, sure, but um, I, I don't view it that way. It never, it never feels that way in the moment, but yeah. I think my, my biggest issue is just accepting mm-hmm. myself, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's certainly an element of it. All right, so that's uh, all the questions I had. We're kind of winding down here. Um, is it just because you're hormonal, or is something you seem upset? Um, I'm certainly hormonal, and I've certainly like I've still just been a little touchy for like I've never like stopped being touchy for like a month. Um, I think. Uh, I've just been feeling too insecure and so like delving into mm. um, like weaknesses and mistakes just kind of brought me down a little bit yeah okay whoops <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> all right um that's it for now. <laughs> we'll uh <laughs> we'll cut that out. Why? <laughs> Cuz No, it's fine. It's just like it's it's hard to go from that and then All right. See you later. <laughs> All right. See you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>